we've got two non-alcoholic spirits that we're going to taste. And what are non-alcoholic spirits? Well, it's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. They are kind of what I've seen and what we obviously we're, we're looking at right now is really kind of like botanical created uh, beverages that really kind of mimic the taste, smell, and uh, mouthfeel of certain uh, liquor, mm-hmm. you know, or alcoholic beverages or booze, if you will. Yeah. Um, so the ones that we have um, are supposed to mimic, obviously, whiskey. For one, that is the zero proof ritual. Yep. That we have, and then we have seed lip, which we've actually talked about on the podcast before when we we talked about uh, wellness trends in 2020. You know, the non alcoholic one, and uh... you're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out this throwback episode of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. We're going to go back in the vault and give you guys an old school episode um, of one of our uh, previous episodes for you guys to enjoy. But before we do that, we want to thank you guys for tuning in this week and every week. Um, We know you guys are doing so by looking at the download numbers and you can prove it to us. Prove that you're listening by leaving us a rating review in Apple Podcasts or Prefer Podcast app. So that would be very, very, uh, uh, be a gift to give to us. And we like to give a gift to you guys, and that's the gift of 30% off some of the best supplements there are. Go to aminoco.com slash ATF and check out the AminoCo products. I like Perform and Heal. You guys can really read about it on that website to see what I really think about it. And then use the code ATF at checkout to get 30% off if you're interested in trying out some for yourself. Um, So we always talk about how we have over 300 episodes. We wanted to go back in the vault and share one of those episodes with you because our podcast only allows the last 100 episodes. So... Check out nothing. this. What's well, yeah? What was Compared that? to what we have, that's nothing. I know exactly. It's only about thirty percent. So you're missing sixty percent of of the episodes, folks. So here it is. Here's one of those old school episodes. Please enjoy. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. We have a tasty episode for you this week. Um, well, we're going to be tasting something. That's what it's I mean going to be tasty. tasty for us. Yes. I mean, I don't know how tasty it's really going to be for I people think, listening. I think it'll be tasty because I think it's going to inspire them to taste what we're tasting. I yeah yeah. I so, think that I think that's a very good point. We do have another taste test episode, and we are actually tasting something we teased a few months ago when we talked about I think the trends that were going to be big in 2020, the well, wellness trends. We're going to talk. Oh, we're going to taste a pair of non-alcoholic spirits mm-hmm. today on the podcast yes and for uh for everybody who is thinking like oh yeah i've heard of that well it's for a reason because <laughs> the stats are all showing that low and no alcohol beverages are on the rise for everybody else who's going what you talking about <laughs> you'll so- soon know you're gonna you're gonna learn it all today, pal, mm-hmm. and you're gonna get some uh, 
some fresh reviews off of two different brands that we have sampled thus far. And uh, you'll get the real review from us. That's right. So, but before we jump into that, guys, uh, we want to thank you guys for participating in our giveaway, or actually it was kind of our promotion with Gainful.com. Um, we, uh, we got some great participation and we're hopefully to be working with Gainful in the future. So stay tuned for our next kind of promotion with those guys. And we're hopefully, if you take advantage of trying the Gainful protein, please let us know about it and let Gainful know about it. So... We're going to jump into our training recaps for this week. How did you do in your training this week? Um, I got off to a good start, I think. Um, and for the month of January, I really made it my goal. And I think I think we said this in a, in a different episode, maybe a couple weeks ago. But I really just was trying to make a goal of moving and like not putting the the expectations and the definitions of like, you know, well, you have to, you have to do something for this long in order for it to qualify as like a workout or to, to qualify as moving. And, and I was getting really hung up in that. It was very demotivating. So this week I kind of continued the idea of like just getting out and doing something was going to be my real goal. And it started off great and um, then just kind of my my body signaled that it was time to slow down towards the end of the week and um, I can feel that I'm starting to get my energy back up. My energy just completely like bottomed out and I couldn't, I couldn't uh, get myself to do a workout past Thursday basically. <laughs> So, so yeah, that was, that was my training. It was, it was a lot more low key, I think overall too. I did some more yoga. I felt like yoga was really my jam this week and uh, a little through little hit workouts in there, here and there. Uh huh. Well, that's good. I mean, uh, like I said, it's, uh, you gotta be cap. Whatever you're capable, movement is the key, and movement is the goal. So, once you hit that goal, you know, however way you do it, that's what you have to celebrate. Yeah. So, I think I was kind of on the same uh, kind of trajectory trajectory as you, um, because I've been nursing kind of a little bit of a shoulder pain or injury. I don't know if it was actually an injury, but it was just my shoulder had been aching over the last you know, week leading up to the beginning of this week. So the previous week. And so I was going to take it easy. It was really hitting my legs hard, doing some uh, heavy leg workouts. And then I think it was Tuesday. I decided to do some jump rope and, you know, I'm pretty proficient at jump rope. So I was going to do, I did a 10 minute round of jump rope and uh, needless to say that my calves the next three or four days were <laughs> uh, roasted. So it was tough to walk, uh, you know, I walked like I didn't have knees, like they were, like I couldn't control the, my, <laughs> the way my legs bent. So it was a, it was a tough, even though I did run, uh, I think the day after I was like, oh, I'll just run it out. That'll help them stretch it out. So I did run and felt pretty good when I ran, but afterwards it definitely didn't feel good. So, um, that was, that was a challenge, but, um, as you guys heard as, uh, last week's episode, I went to uh, finish up my second day at the TPI certification. 
Uh, got the uh, past my TPI class, the, the Titleist Performance Institute uh, seminar in level one class. So I passed it. So now I am certified in that. So I think that's going to be uh, uh, another stage of the, the training, uh, the, I guess, evolution in my training, uh, personal training repertoire or uh, trajectory for the uh the pod for not the podcast but for my personal training uh uh business so i'm excited to start incorporating that into my uh my uh my tr- my daily training or weekly training so um it's pretty cool and uh well i might be talking about that uh, with somebody who's uh involved with tpi in the future maybe a future interview episode so stay tuned for that yeah mm-hmm. so we are told you guys in the beginning we've got two non-alcoholic spirits that we're going to taste and what are non-alcoholic spirits well it's exactly what it sounds like yeah they are kind of what i've seen and what we obviously we're, we're looking at right now is really kind of like botanical created uh beverages that really kind of mimic the taste smell and uh mouthfeel of certain uh liquor mm-hmm. you know or alcoholic beverages or booze if you will yeah um so the ones that we have um are supposed to mimic obviously whiskey for one that is the zero proof ritual yep that we have and then we have seed lip which we've actually talked about on the podcast before when we we talked about uh, wellness trends in 2020, you know, the non-alcoholic one. And uh, I think I saw it said it's supposed to maybe mimic gin. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, this one that we have is called Spice, right? We have Spice yeah. 94. There's there's a number of them. Um, so, full disclosure, we got, or I got these for Nick as kind of um, some birthday gifts Uh because i know he loves his crafted cocktails (laughs) um he is very fond of making himself an old-fashioned on occasion or mixing whatever kind of like clear liquor we have with uh like some soda on a friday night yep but the fact of the matter is and i think parenthood has uh amplified this a bit um we just can't tolerate, like, neither of us can really tolerate any sort of hindrance to our day-to-day performance. Like, yep. we already feel like we have enough sort of obstacles. And even when you have one drink sometimes, you still feel maybe it's, like, heaviness the next day. Maybe it's sleepiness. Maybe you don't sleep as good. Yeah. But there's usually some kind, especially, I think, when you... When you follow a cleaner, a, a cleaner diet or lifestyle, which I think especially you do, it's it's going to have an impact. So, I really wanted you to be able to enjoy your your crafted cocktails or whatever we want to call those <laughs> on a regular basis whenever you wanted them without having to worry about how you felt later mm-hmm. on. Like you can do whatever. Yeah. And I think that that's really the mindset behind these drinks right and um the rise of them i think it's something like 55 percent 
increase um, in the popularity of these drinks in like the last year or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's high, and right. they're they're predicting that to be a continued steady trend. Yeah, we found a couple articles. You know, I was looking at the Washington Post about how you know craft cocktail bars are now including some of these. Oh yeah. Mo- I mean, obviously, the kind of the old school one was the mocktail, where it was just. You know, like uh, I remember the Nanohito. Uh, I was per- had a fan of that. It was just basically mint, simple syrup, uh, lime, and soda water. It was basically mm-hmm. a mojito without the boots. But now these non-alcoholic spirits are actually kind of making it just an actual non-alcoholic drink. But they're making their way into their craft craft cocktail list, and bars are reporting that they're some of the most popular beverages. So. Mm-hmm. As Shannon mentioned, it's uh, it's kind of the the ritual uh, bottle has a great kind of uh, their motto. I don't know if it's a motto, but they're kind of a uh, one of their their saying at the back. You know, they yeah, they, it's kind of like their mission or vision mm-hmm. statement or something. Yeah, I guess that mission statement. So it says, so whether you're downshifting, making a baby, on call, training for a marathon, or just have beep to do tomorrow, you can still enjoy the ritual. So, and I think that's. Like Shannon said, if you're on the wellness kick, um, it is fun going out, and uh, alcohol is definitely a social lubricant, so it can have it, it, its benefits. But like I said, the the aftermath is is pretty brutal. Um, really screws with productivity, and um, talk about terrible on your body. So um, I think you probably hit a certain age where you've got to. If you want to go out and enjoy your, maybe, you know, go out in that, that, that scene and go out and enjoy kind of the, the social interaction, but don't want to feel like you need to have alcohol to do so, I think this is a great substitute. So, yeah. And the, the idea is that these are, they're not necessarily, um, they're not necessarily going to be a straight replacement like for exactly the cocktails, the alcoholic cocktails, you know, it's it's not exactly like the Beyond Meat Burger right. or the Impossible Burger being a substitute for like a beef burger. These are meant to be a little bit different. They're meant to be enjoyed similar to a cocktail, a crafted cocktail, but they do, they're meant to be a little bit more herbaceous yeah i think especially the seedlet for sure i think the the ritual one the one we have is a little bit more trying to get close to the whiskey reminiscent yeah Yeah. there's there's some reminiscent like flavors and tones in them that i think both of them they they kind of categorize themselves based off of like well this one's a a, similar to like a gin or this one's similar to a um, a whiskey. Seedlip mm-hmm. has its own thing. I think so too. And there's yeah. some other ones that are called euphorics. They call themselves euphorics and uh-huh. they have a bit more of like the adaptogens included uh-huh, okay. in with other botanicals. Um, legal, but like it's more, they call them euphorics. And those ones also are, it's their own. They have like their own flavor or whatever. Right. So there's a couple different classes emerging. There's the ones like Ritual, which really are setting out, I guess they've got they've got the whiskey and they've got the gin and they apparently are coming out with a 
tequila right. just in time for <laughs> summer. <laughs> and Seedlip... Before Cinco de Mayo? Yeah, yeah, probably. Smart. Um, and then Seedlip more is they have like very specific name ones. They kind of refer to them with, with similar flavors, but yeah. they are a little bit different. Right. They're Yeah, they kind of almost have like a... Like you said, more natural, botanical. They were like the yeah. spice garden and stuff like that. Yeah, they're really... It's very kind of a more... They, they're focusing a lot on the more natural side, I think. Yeah, you and know, much trying more Trying to be a little like, bit more unique than opposed to just replicating alcohol. Exactly. Yeah. And the funny thing is that we in our research, we found out that they're basically owned, funded by the same company. Yeah, it's like they came out, obviously, they were on their own. It now. was a great original yeah. creation by some people, and it looks like a couple of people in uh, in England. Yep. Right. And so then, Seedlip is a British-based company. Uh-huh. Four years after they were started, they had a um, a leading stake uh, bought up by a very large yeah. alcohol distributor. A majority stake, right? Yeah, yeah. majority stake. So. AKA they're calling some shots now. Yeah. Yep. And that so same now they got company, some money behind them. <laughs> that same company through one of their like, um, kind of like one of their quieter little theater <laughs> ventures, um, also are the ones that fund ritual, which is a Chicago based wow. okay. company. So yeah. it, you can tell this is something major distributors are thinking is it going to be a big deal. Yeah. And the bigger company owns Brands like Ciroc, yeah. Captain Morgan, Guinness. So yeah, so it's a it's a big brand. So and talking about Guinness, there are beer is starting to get into it now too the for the non-alcoholic. Beer. I'm sure people yep. have seen some of the commercials for Heineken. I talked about Heineken 0.0 before because I yeah. did you know uh, a month of basically no alcohol before Thanksgiving and it's pretty good. And now craft beer is getting into do it too. Kind of, do you kind of wish that you'd had these? In November for your no alcohol, or do you yeah. think it would have? I, I think, think so. I feel like we legitimately don't drink as much alcohol now. No, in this house. we definitely don't. Nope, nope. So, yeah, and then now the craft beers are starting to get into it too. Because apparently, I read the Washington Post article. Apparently, there's a good amount of craft beer over in Europe that's non-alcoholic. Yeah. So the German beer bars apparently produce a lot more better tasting. Craft beer, non-alcoholic craft beer. It the just next hasn't, wave of craft beer. Yeah, it just basically. hasn't it hasn't caught on in the U.S. yet. <laughs> so, but it's slowly trickling in. Um, but yeah, so now that's kind of the uh, the the basis behind it, or kind of the history behind it. And now we're going to taste them. So, yes. which one should we taste first? Let's do the seed lip first. Okay, seed lip. So, this is Spice ninety four. Like I said a little bit earlier, and according to the website. Um, I'll just read your uh, they're about. It's a complex blend of aromatic Jamaican allspice berry and cardamom distillates. Distillates with two bark and a bright citrus finish. Simply served with ginger ale and a lime wedge garnish. We are going to take it straight, folks. Yep. For their taste description, seed lip spice is aromatic with warm spice notes. Citrusy top notes from lemon and grapefruit peel. Long bitter finish from the highest quality barks, oak, and casserilla. I don't yeah. know if I said that right. So I, I do feel like Seedlip is is really more of that botanical. Like they're using, oh, I love it. They're using um, 
different types of plants that you wouldn't even necessarily think to put mm -hmm. in a drink. Yeah, I'll read and, the ingredients in a second. But and they're that's what they're using to create not a replica per se, but some of those very familiar like tones and notes that you would experience in an alcoholic beverage. So, I'm I mean, telling you, you smell it. And I know this is going to be weird, and I don't know if this is an endorsement for them or not, but it smells like Sprite. It does, like, when you... Like the citrusy. Yeah. And maybe, and, like, obviously, it doesn't have the sugary smell of Sprite or anything like that, but it's, it like... It smells really bright. Yes, lemony yeah. and citrusy. Yeah, it I smells, like it. It smells a little bit like grapefruit to me. That, too. Like I said, citrusy, for sure. I'm hitting that. I'm getting that, like, first when you smell it. Yeah, so I mean, and and I did, like when I first opened the bottle, I did get the sort of like cardamom sort of spicy, like warm spicy. See, I'm not familiar with cardamom too much, mm -hmm. but it's almost like I taste, I just tasted it, folks. I get like almost like cinnamon right up there, which might be cardamom. I don't know if they're similar or not. Well, they're both very warming. Yeah, and that might be cardamom it. is used in a lot of, it's in like... Um, we found out it's a lot in English baking, apparently, it's, when the, yeah. the well, Great it's, British it's also, Baking Show we watched. It's also a lot in, like, Indian baking, like okay. curries and things. I could see that. cardamom yep. in it, like the garam masala, which is one of the really popular spice yep. blends you use in Indian curries. And they have cardamom in it. We have cardamom in our... I should have, like, grabbed some. <laughs> I should have grabbed some of our spices. I just alphabetized them today. Um, but you got you like you said the warming thing. It's definitely it's very in there. warming, and that's kind of I think that gives it kind of that alcoholic burn to a certain extent. But it's not hugely. It's not a deep burn. Like it's you, like yeah, it's like you know when you when it passes over your tongue, it doesn't hit right straight in the center. It like you feel it like roll over your tongue, yeah. and it like warms just like yep. around the outside. And it and that's what you pick up. Yeah, it's I I really like this one. I've held off um, trying to not drink too much of it because I could drink it every night. I yeah. just it's a, like it's such a good change of like like Shannon. I think she was saying this earlier. I don't know if she said it on on air or not, but we just drink so much water. It's like coffee, tea, or water. That's all we, we drink. Do. We don't have soda. We don't have juice. You know, it's I, I'll drink a soda water every once in a while with some lime or something in it. But this is such a good additive to really kind of break it up, like yeah. good flavor to it. I know everybody's kind of big on LaCroix and stuff like that. I know. I imagine just... like this would be a great LaCroix flavor because it's got the citrus, but then it has an extra little kick in it too. Yeah. Like, I mean, the only thing is that it's it's not sweet. Mm -mm. So, I mean, there's no. no sweetness, just like an alcohol, you know, like a clear liquor. This is this is clear, yeah. by the way, just right. in case anybody's confused by the spice uh -huh. mention. It is clear. It looks exactly like water. Mm -hmm. And the uh, I'll just the ingredients from the website says non-alcoholic, zero calories, sugar and sweetener free with no artificial flavors, water, natural botanical distillates and extracts from allspice berry, Cardamom, grapefruit peel, lemon peel, oak bark, casserilla bark. I get a little bit of the barky flavor in the like the after. 
They do have preservative and uh, citric acid, potassium sorbate and citric acid. But yeah. Yeah. The barky flavor. Mm -hmm. The barky. It's like an aftertaste. Like trying to almost like in like a wood barrel finish, I think. Yeah, exactly. It dries out your tongue Mm -hmm. a little bit at the end almost, or it gives you the sensation that it does. Um, And I think it's actually... um, like that, that salivary, what is it called? Like when it makes... Umami? No. Oh, sorry. Like, I just wanted to say. It's like, what's the word that when something makes you... Salivate? Like salivate, yeah. yeah. I think that's the word, I think. <laughs> oh, let's hope so. Yeah. Well, if not, we just words. made up a word. But yeah, so this one is, I mean, I honestly do think you could put a couple ice cubes in here. Yes. And... um you could enjoy it straight. Right. But I know you said like it's really nice mixed with like a, just oh, yeah. a straight yep. soda. Put, you know. You want a lime wedge in or something or lime. Yeah, yeah. Mint. yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah. Cool be a some good, mint. A yeah. good mint would be nice in there. But yeah, that I actually, I tried it mixed. I didn't try it like um, plain before. I really like the fact that you can pick up those different flavors. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So next, we are going to go to the Ritual Zero Proof. And as I think we mentioned, that we have the whiskey alternative. Um, and it is actually, I, I wonder, is it colored? Because it looks like the color of whiskey, yep, kind of. It's it like is a the color of whiskey. Pale. But yeah, like a light brown, a lightish brown. Um, so and it does have calories in it. Because yes, I'm looking at the ten back calories. The um, they have one gram of total sugar, and which includes a, a gram of added sugar for one and a half fluid ounces. So about a shot has one gram of sugar. They don't have uh, as many uh, kind of like really foo foo descriptions on their website. Um, it says, uh, all natural botanicals marry happily with orange, bitters, and vermouth. Uh, on the rocks, the first thing you might notice, the fragrance of American oak, sugar floss, vanilla. In the glass by itself, organic peppercorn and hemp carry a pleasant inner warmth. And hey, if you want to swig it straight from the bottle, rock star style, it'll play power chords on your tongue. Wow. They know how to market. Now, I'm going to say one hey. thing, and this has nothing to do with the flavor or anything like that. This cork in the bottle or the stopper, it is so hard to get off. I don't know if we got a special bottle, but this is me trying to work this thing off. Like literally. It's not even like even partially off yet. Most annoying sound ever. Yeah. That's that was me trying to open the bottle. So uh ritual maybe i have to work on that or we got a defective bottle anyways <laughs> it's a rubber cork too, yeah by the way or some kind of all plastic. right so we're going straight Boop. straight no chaser yeah so it is the it's it has the same hint of color like that caram caramelly caramel uh-huh. caramelly however you want to yeah. say it um, and it looks, it looks, it looks otherwise like it's a little thicker than the. Yeah, yeah. it's not quite watery. It's a little bit more mm-hmm. syrupy, but yes, syrupy. That's a good way to describe it. Not huge. Now it's interesting. 
if if the funny thing is, if you pass this by my nose like really quick, Oof. I would think it's a whiskey. Yes, because it has a very sweet nose on it. But it also has uh, like pepper. I can smell the pepper in there when you when really... you take a real whiff, you uh, can for sure. But like sting, the stings, the first thing, like just running it by, like if this was passing by on a tray. In a bar, I would be like, "Ooh, that's a nice whiskey. Like, that's got some." It's a little bit more. It's scents. sweeter. It's almost than like a floral. A lot of the, yeah. the whiskeys I've drink, you know, yeah. or the bourbons. Yeah. But like you said, it could be like, I mean, some of the more popular whiskeys, like even like Jack Daniels, which are like blends. It probably tell, it smells a little bit more like that, but like yeah. your straight bourbon. Which are a little bit more yeah. woody. These are this once, is sweeter. Once you start to smell the like, you stick your nose in here. All right, I get the it. pepper, and I also get like a slight little vinegary smell. It has like the same sensation as smelling some vinegar, where it's like kind of like tingles and tickles your nose. But I will say the taste immediately gives you that little kind of bite of bourbon. And whiskey. It does. It like and it, it lasts. Legit, too. It legit feels like the burn from mm-hmm. one of those alcohols. I'm guessing it's the pepper. Yep. But I mean, it. It you can feel it like mm-hmm. slide down your throat. Yep. And as it goes down, you can yeah. feel it the whole way down. Yeah, it's got the almost the numbing effect of alcohol for the mouth. Not but like total but numbing, but it's pleasant. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's, it's the not kind of terrible. thing that like would be really nice on a cold day. You'd come in and have this, and you would feel like we've got our our quote unquote mm-hmm. fire going right now. <laughs> and it's got a very cozy sort of. This one out of the two, when you first made me drinks, we. Very first time we ever had this. I like this one better. Yeah. Well, it's. I'd say it's definitely closer to what you would think as whiskey. You know, so it's more closer to an alcohol that you can recall, you know, that you're familiar with, I should say. But so. it also, it tastes... Like if you if you like um, cinnamon and mm-hmm. all, like almost almost like a... Like how like a cayenne pepper. Yep. You know how that that spice. It, there's an intensity to it, and it doesn't taste like alcohol, but it it's got that sort of intense flavor to it, and I think that's what I actually like about it. I just shot that sucker right down. So yeah, this when you made this Ooh. into a mocktail old fashioned for yeah. me, I was like, I like this more than real old fashioned. Right. Cause I mean that's you do actually put a little bit of sugar in there. Yeah. And then there is some bitters, which actually do have alcohol yeah, in them. But yep. um yeah, that was actually really yeah. really tasty. The, with the, with me, this one, I don't know what I would rather honestly Sorry. The cork, cork is, is a so hard. problem. <laughs> you got to need a hammer to put that thing back. Ritual, come uh, on. Honestly, I would probably like drinking this on the rocks better than old fashioned. I don't know why. Because old fashioned for me, I like the way like the bourbon tastes with the bitters and stuff yeah. like that. With bitters with this for me, it doesn't work quite as well. Like I'd rather just drink this on the rocks. Well, because I, I like the flavor. Like it. I've 
when I drank it with the old fashioned, I honestly, I was like, meh, I'm not huge, too huge about it. But like drinking it straight, it's actually not terrible. No, it's really good. Like, and actually, I think this is the kind of thing that if you did have like a citrus, like a orange, that that would actually be a really good compliment to it. So like take mm, out the bitters that's yeah, in. Yeah, maybe that was what, yeah. And that's in an old fashioned and just do the citrus, do all the other components. But that'd be damn good. Yeah. So both of it and for ingredients for the ritual, you guys, um, they have it like written on the front where they try to the the botanicals that they put in American oak, vanilla, uh, capsaicum fruit. So maybe that's the spice because capsaicin is the um, kind of the heating uh, portion of peppers. Mm. Um, I can I don't still know feel it. I don't know if it's in, like, considered my esophagus. I don't know what what part, but that remember capsaicin is what's in peppers that makes it hot. Uh, sugar floss, mesquite smoke, warm caramel, hemp leaves, green peppercorns, prickly ash, and toasted spices. So it definitely has a smoky flavor too. I definitely it does. admit that. So mm-hmm. smell like that was a smell too. Yeah, yeah, both of them. Uh, very. My mouth is tingling. Yeah, <laughs> easy to drink. I would say, and very the, different. Very the different ritual on their other. website about twenty five dollars for a fifth. I think seed lip was a little bit more. It's seed more. lips about thirty dollars for a little less than half a half a fifth. It was like three seventy five or something like that, so which is maybe a pint. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So the seed lips a little bit more. It's um. Also getting distributed from, um, currently still from UK. I don't know if that makes it up a little bit, but. I will say you can buy it on Amazon. Mm -hmm. Both you can buy on Amazon. That's where I got them. Mm -hmm. And I did a lot of like price comparisons to see if I, of course, to see if I could get it less. And no, with shipping and everything, go to Amazon and get it because it's so much easier. Um, Was way off. You can only get. (laughs) You can only get um, certain ones, though. So go there, check out what they have, and uh, maybe you can find something new to add to your beverage repertoire. Mm-hmm. But I do think we were talking before we started the podcast. I really want to try the gin alternative that Ritual does. Mm-hmm. And I also really want to try some of the other seed lip ones. Um, it's essentially, it's going to cost you about the same as going and getting liquor. I think, um, probably if you get the real like low shelf liquor, this is going to cost more, (laughs) but it is very unique. Like especially seed lip. I think they are, they're notably unique and different. I think they're a lot more complex in the flavor just between the, the, the two that we have. And again, it's a little bit, it's, it's a little bit of its own thing. And they actually just came out with a cookbook or not a cookbook, but a recipe book of cocktails that you can make with their drinks. So in case you're, you're looking to be a master mixologist of the no or low alcohol cocktails, mm-hmm. mocktails, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Um, this is going to be, it's going to be your new best friend, your new BFF. And you will see these popping up like 
the hottest bars and most influential bartenders and mixologists in major cities across the world are mixing drinks with these things. Yeah, I mean, they're talking about it in college bars. Yeah. They're hitting, or craft bars near college towns or college in D.C., near Georgetown University, how this are this is what's going into the craft cocktail bars, and they're the popular drinks. So yeah. it's like, it, it They can it makes charge sense. the same amount as an alcohol mm-hmm. drink, which is what they probably love. <laughs> and they're going to mix it with all the same things that the alcohol probably just maybe a little different. And uh, they'll mean, heck, I'm sure they'll mark it as a premium for some of these bad boys. So, yeah, I'm a huge fan. Like, I, I like the seed lip. I like, uh, I'm, I kind of, I'm not going to lie, I like the, uh, so it is about $30 for about a fifth of, uh, for seed lip. So that's not bad at all. Um, according to their website, I should say. So that does not count shipping. But um, I'm definitely a fan. And like the ritual, I'm more of a fan now than I was when I originally opened it and put it in uh, a uh, old-fashioned. So um, I think this is for people who... <laughs> we talked about the list of people who it could be beneficial for. But I, I think that segment's growing more and more. And like yeah. I said, I, I still interact with people who are in their early you know, late teens and early 20s who are still the party hardy people. And Mm -hmm. I don't think that's going away. But with this being more available, I think it actually might drive that down. Yeah. And I think it it depends on why why you drink. Like if you, this is not going to be deterrent for an alcoholic. Oh, yeah. This is not, this is going to be for like your social drinker who, you know, maybe is doing it because they just feel like they like having a cocktail with friends. It's not for the people that want to get wasted. It's not going to be for that. It's going to be more for the connoisseurs. Right. The people that would probably choose a higher end like beverage for alcohol. I think that those are the people that are going to be interested in trying this as well. Cause it's as much about the flavor as it is about the alcohol. It's about the ritual. Right? It's about that's the ritual. Right. That's, that's right. exactly that's, it. That's the thing, and I think I've said it before, and I want to go on a whole tangent because we're wrapping it up, but that's one of the reasons I like getting a beverage or a drink at the end of the week because yeah. of the ritual or sitting down with a cocktail because of the ritual. Yeah. You know, so that's, and I think that's, I think I'm not alone with that. So I no. think that's, this is a great alternative for those people who are just looking to have a, a glass in their hand and, you know, having a conversation in a social setting. So. Yeah, and we, we talked about kind of the importance of rituals recently. Yep. And I truly believe that there's a way to include more positive rituals. I think yep. this is going to, for a, for a chunk of the people out there, Yep. This is going to serve as that new opportunity. I agree. And our bar cart, because yes, we have a little bar cart. That one, I think we're going to see it uh, grow. We, we Over the last two years, we've slowly seen our uh, alcohol collection just shrink. Yeah. Like down or, to this puny or, little or scraggly. Yeah. 
I mean, we had like half our bar cart filled at one point and then it just started, it began shrinking and shrinking. Mm -hmm. We stopped replacing stuff on it. Mm -hmm. There's seriously three bottles there that are alcoholic and now there's two bottles that are not. Yeah. I think we're going to see an overtake. I agree. I'm I'm totally cool with that. (laughs) Now, uh, I think we have to wrap it up because I need to go get a hammer to get this cork back in this bottle. (laughs) So We're trying to get that damn thing on. That's right. Uh, don't forget, guys, uh, share the podcast with a friend. Give us a rating review on the Addicted to Fitness podcast Facebook page or in the Apple podcast uh, app. So we appreciate you guys listening each week. You got anything else for them this week? No, but the warmness has now reached like, like my chest and upper belly. That's a good thing. It's yeah, I felt it like move through my body. It's like, oh, it's it's nice and cozy. <laughs> well, on that note, this has been another edition <laughs> of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. And we're not buzzed at all. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at the ATF Podcast. And like and follow the Addicted to Fitness podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.